Hello and welcome to episode number 106 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, and spread the pure joy that comes with ripping open wax packs. Also, we have a, a weekly segment called Kurt Facts where my brother Curtis researches some players from the previous episode and shares those interesting facts on with y'all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and most podcast platforms. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans charities. Please contact us through any one of the outlets I just mentioned. We'd be happy to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families any way that we can. We appreciate all of those who have given uh, to veterans in any way that they could. Also, please give a listen to our sister podcast, CVs Tend to Check Out, a music podcast produced by Curtis and me that comes out once a month, sharing the joy of music and hoping to help listeners discover unfamiliar bands or songs they might want to look further into. Check it out right after you listen to this podcast and like, review, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Remember, for both podcasts, if you comment, like, subscribe, or review, your name will be put into a random drawing for free prizes each episode. For AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast, you'll receive cards from the podcast and free wax packs. For CVs Tend to Check Out, you receive some kind of prize that has to do with music. Join in on the fun. Um, today, we will be discussing 1991 Topps Stadium Club, and we have a first series pack um, that came in two series we'll talk about in a minute, um, but uh, we have a first series pack, so we'll be talking about that here. Um, again, we appreciate everybody's support. Um, keep, in, keep the uh, ideas coming in. Um, we've had some ideas about uh, different packs to bust, so I'm still looking to get some of those packs. Also, I wanted to add something this week for those that listen uh, every week. Um, we have people, like I said before in other episodes, I can't believe it, that listen all, from all over the world. Pretty amazing. But I'm going to give my address. I don't know if this is a good or bad thing to do, but if anybody has anything that they want to send me to rip, I will do that. Um I haven't done that yet. I haven't given out an address or haven't ripped something from somebody else. But anything that that uh, you'd want to see ripped or that hasn't been ripped on um, any one of the podcasts or episodes, um, we'd love to get that. These are all my packs. Um, I randomly get them. I, I buy them along the way when I find stuff. I buy and sell cards. But um, I still have quite a few left, but it's it's getting down to where I I have to keep looking for new packs, and there are tons that I haven't ripped. So, um, our uh, my address here at uh, AV's Ripping Wax Packs is one four nine Emerald Lake Drive in Searcy, Arkansas. S E A R C Y, Arkansas seven two one four three. So, if anybody uh, wants to send us something, I'm not asking you to do that because you have to do that or anything. Just if you want to, I've seen other. Um, podcasts and other YouTubers um, get things sent to them. And we would definitely do that. Mention your name. Um, Obviously, if you uh, send us something, we are going to rip it. So um, whether we've done it or not, we appreciate it. Even if it's a part of another podcast where we rip one open um, and uh, that's new and yours isn't new, we would, if you you didn't realize we already did that, we would rip it also and pull cards from it. So um, if you want to do that, out of the goodness of your heart, uh, feel free. We appreciate it. you could send us a note, um, whatever you want to do there. We appreciate it. 
Um, this week, like I said, we're discussing 1991 Top Stadium Club, and we have a first series pack, but a little description about it. 1991 Stadium Club is a 600-card set that marked Topps' first truly premium quality set. It says 1991 pre Premier Edition and 12 premium quality cards on the front of it. The set was issued in two separate series of 300 cards each. The set created a stir in the hobby upon release with dazzling full-color borderless photos and slick glossy cardstock and is still considered one of the landmark products in hobby history. So uh, this was amazing at the time. When we see these, you're going to say, wow, this was amazing then. But if you've never seen these, a lot of people probably have, but they had amazing uh, full-color photos on them. Um, and, the, and the card stock is really glossy, so they actually might stick together because they're 30 over 30 years old. Um, the distribution of these was 36 packs per box, 12 cards per pack, and they were 125 a pack. Now listen to this. Series one was exclusive to hobby dealers, and upon release, that pack prices uh, that uh, quickly skyrocketed past the $5, $6, and even $8 mark for a pack. Unbelievable, because now they're not worth much. For series two, tops up the uh, pr price pack to $199 a pack. Series two packs were also available for $199 pack, uh, a pack at selected McDonald's restaurants in northeastern U.S. Imagine that. You know, we find them uh, packs some you know at hobby shops, which you which I can't find those around anymore. You know, there's some in big cities, um, and then you know at Target, Walmart, maybe Walgreens, you know, places like that. They used to be everywhere, and they were in McDonald's at the time. That's crazy. Um, there's such a big spike in production of these. Um, there's some a little bit about some more of these. There's some pre-production promos. Not much is known about these cards. It's believed that Topps distrib distributed these cards to their sales team and to major distributors. The set consists of 50 cards, and it's believed that three to 600 copies of each card was produced. The fronts are identical to the player's respective base card. However, the backs, which aren't numbered, have a reprint of Jose Canseco's 1986 Topps traded card. So those there weren't many of those. So if you have those, those may be worth a little more. You can look online to see the names of those uh, people that were in those uh, in those 50 cards of the of the copies of those. Uh, they were pre-production promos. Um, also, I was looking through the set, and I don't see many rookies that are any good except there's a second series card that's Jeff Bagwell's rookie and he's a Hall of Famer and it was amazing. He used to be one of my favorite players. I mean he's still one of my favorite players, but I loved watching him play. Um that wide stance is crazy how he, he could still get around on a fastball when he had that wide stance and dropped his hands, I think, when he hit. Um but that's in series two, so we won't see that one today. But we'll always be looking for Hall of Famers. Um, um just busted open packs is fun and we'll look for stars and stuff like that. Uh, let's see what else we got. There's also some press proof cards. Uh, these cards measured a little bit differently. They weren't um, the same size as a regular card. Are missing the Stadium Club logo and UV coating. It appears that these cards were distributed directly from Tops via the Tops Vault program, and it appears that every card in the set was produced. However, the print run is uncertain at this time. They actually measured 2.75 by 3.75 inches. So um, we're going to check out. This pack, we're going to bust it open uh, on the YouTube section right after we have Kurt Facts. So, Curtis, take it away, sir. All right, it's time once again for your Kurt Facts for the week. Um, this week, I'm not doing a throwback player again because uh, I wanted to be able to focus on two of the amazing players that were pulled from this uh, last week's rip. 
uh, the first one being Derek Jeter. He was pulled from the 1996 Leaf Pack, and Aaron questioned why this, uh, this particular card said Gold Leaf Rookie. And apparently the answer is because Jeter was still officially a rookie in terms of uh, Major League service time in 1996. And in fact, he went on to win the Rookie of the Year award that year. So apparently that's why they uh, still called him a rookie on that card. Uh, I figured then that I'd go ahead and do a bit on him because he, he just got put in the Hall of Fame in 2020. Um, and he, after he played 20 seasons at shortstop, all for the New York Yankees. Think about how uh, great the Yankees franchise has been and the great players that have gone through uh, that team, and yet Jeter is the Yankees' all-time leader in hits, doubles, games played, stolen bases, times on base, and at-bats. Let that sink in. So many great uh, Yankees had come before him, but he might be the best all-around player to ever suit up for the Yankees. A little-known but important fact to me, being a Cleveland Indians fan, is that my tribe chose Paul Shuey with the second overall pick of the 1992 MLB draft, and Jeter was taken sixth overall in that same draft. Shuey was a serviceable and even a very good relief pitcher, but as Aaron and our dad and I like to say, OIC when we learn stuff like that, only in Cleveland. But back to Jeter, he's one of the most consistent players I've ever had the privilege of watching. In fact, it kind of made it hard for me to uh, hate the Yankees like I do because of what a great player he was and, a, and apparently a great person as well. In his 20-year uh, career, he only played less than 145 games in, in, in a season three times, showing tremendous durability. He also averaged 204 hits, 113 runs scored, and 21 stolen bases over his career. He was well known for what became dubbed the Jeterian swing, which meant an inside-out swing resulting in most of his hits going to center or right field, which of course took advantage of the Yankee Stadium's short right field home run fence. Nicknamed the uh, Mr. Clutch, he holds postseason records for games played, 158, hits, 200, doubles, 32, triples, 5, and runs scored, 111. He also is fourth in homers, 20, and ribbies with 61. Off the field, he is well known for his multi-million dollar donations to school, to different schools for new sports facilities, to Florida hurricane victims, to drug and alcohol addiction treatment centers, and to uh, Japanese earthquake victims. The 14-time All-Star, five-time Gold Glove winner, also won five World Series championships, being named the World Series MVP in 2000. He finished his career compiling a 310 batting average, which is just outside the top 100 all-time, 1,923 runs scored, which is 10th all-time, 3,465 hits, which is 6th all-time, 545 doubles, which is 35th all-time, 66 triples, 260 homers, which is 219th all-time, 1,311 ribbies, which is 105th all-time, 358 steals, just outside the top 100 all-time, and an OPS of 817. Truly worthy for the Hall of Fame. And finally, uh, Albert Pujols, um, 
was pulled from the 2021 uh, Tops pack that Aaron had ripped last week. And if there ever was a, a somebody that would be a first ballot Hall of Famer once his five-year waiting period is up, it sure seems like it would be him. He's a former right-handed power-hitting first baseman, um, DH, who played 22 seasons from 2001 to 2022 with the Cardinals, Angels, Dodgers, with the Cardinals, Angels, and Dodgers, sorry, nicknamed La Machina, which is the machine, he was known for his contact hitting ability, patience, and power. He is one of only four players with at least seven, uh, 700 career homers, the others being Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth. Not known for his speed and known for hitting the ball tremendously hard, he also is the major league leader in career double plays grounded into. His poor upbringing in the Dominican Republic meant that he practiced baseball in his youth using limes for balls and a milk carton for a glove. He later immigrated to the U.S. where in his senior year of high school baseball, he was walked intentionally 55 times but still managed to hit eight homers, one of them traveling more than 450 feet. He played one year of college baseball at Maple Woods Community College, where in his first game while playing shortstop, he turned an unassisted triple play and also hit a grand slam. His single season, uh, college season resulted in a 461 batting average with 22 homers, and then he was taken in the 13th round, 402nd pick overall of the 1990 draft, 1999 draft, because there were questions about his true age what position he would play, and if he would do the work necessary to keep from getting fat. This just shows how difficult it is to predict how a player's career will turn out. He quickly proved everyone wrong when in his rookie Major League season of 2001, he batted 329 with 194 hits, 407, or excuse me, 47 doubles, 37 homers, 130 ribbies, and 112 runs scored while playing third base and finishing fourth in the MVP voting. He also was a, the unanimous uh, vote for NL Rookie of the Year award. And then his career only got better from there. He, Joe DiMaggio, and Ted Williams are the only players to compile 500 ribbies in their first four major league seasons. A perennial 300 hitter early in his career, the growing practice of defensive shifts that began to be employed for him later in his career, along with his loss of speed, really took its toll on his batting average. But still, he is one of only two players in history to amass 3,000 hits, 700 homers and 2,200 ribbies, the other being Hank Aaron. That's some pretty good company there. Showing his consistency in making contact, he never struck out more than 100 times in any season when most power hitters struck out 150 or more times each year. An 11-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glove winner who won three NL MVP awards and won two World Series championships, he finished his career with a two ninety six batting average, 1,914 runs scored, which is 11th all-time, 3,384 hits, which is 9th all-time, 686 doubles, which is 5th all-time, 703 homers, which is 4th all-time, 1,405 extra base hits, which is 3rd all-time, 
6,211 total bases, which is second all-time, 2,218 ribbies, which is second, only 79 behind Hank Aaron for first place, 1,373 walks, which is 32nd all-time, but second uh, with 316 intentional walks behind Barry Bonds by quite a few, and a 918 OPS, which is 53rd all-time. All of this while staying out of the steroid issues of the time, doing much charity work, especially around Down syndrome awareness and aiding the poor in the Dominican. He personally took supplies and doctors and dentists over to the poor of the Dominican to help those that couldn't afford them and providing aid to people with disabilities and being well, well known as a humble and devout Christian. What an amazing player, and by all accounts, an amazing person in general. If he, if he is not a unanimous selection for the Hall of Fame on his first ballot, then there's something wrong with the system. Well, that's all for now, and we'll talk to you next time. Curtis, we always appreciate you. Those are some amazing Kurt facts. And now we will go over to uh, our uh, YouTube part of the podcast and bust open the 1991 Top Stadium Club First Series Pack. Check it out. Here we are on the YouTube side, 1991 Premier Edition Tops Stadium Club. So this was these were brand new at the time. They haven't hadn't made this type of set yet. So we got a um, it's got blue, it's got red and tops. Uh, it says tops and red. I mean, Stadium Club in yellow. It's got a bunch of um, looks like laser lights coming out of the top of it, going every which way. Um, it says first series. Uh, 12 premium quality cards, and it also says produced with, looks like Kodak. So they were saying these were amazing quality pictures and photos, what they were saying, I guess. Um, so no odds or anything on the back. It wasn't, I don't think there were any uh, inserts. There were some press proofs, but not inserts into this too much, I don't think. 1991, the Tops Company, Stadium Clubs. Let's open it up and see how stuck together these cards, because they're so glossy. They didn't make them that way um, until then. The glossy cards. See what they look like here. Try to be really careful. They look like they're not too bad, but they are not too. But they're a little bit stuck together. Not too bad. I'm not going to have to take the brick and smash it onto the uh, desk. But um, and they have them kind of the wrong way. So here's the back of the card. Back of the card, and it's like they're pushed together. So if you do have them like this, and they're they, they didn't put the backs to the front of them. It's like some of them are going to have faces that are in really bad condition if they're stuck together. But these aren't too bad. All right. we So here's a picture of the first one. It's Alvin Davis. And there's no border. So nowadays, there's not border on some of the cards. But at this point, I guess, for the most part, there were borders. No borders. just looks like a picture. And it's glossy. You can see it's kind of glossy. That was the first time for that. And they were, people got these and were like, wow, that's amazing. Then on the back has one of their older cards it looks like on it and it's probably like their rookie card i would say like their first card or something and that looks like an 84 tops card that's an actually it says right here 84 tops traded next to it so it shows that on the back and then it has um their stats from the last year uh, so that'd be 1990 and then their career stats so just the 90 stats and then their career stats and then it has a little uh baseball system back there showing um, where they hit the best 
pitch or the, like the spot in the zone that they hit it best, which is pretty cool. It has outside, middle, um, inside, high, middle, and low. It's like a box that shows where their, their average of where they hit the best in the zone. That's actually pretty cool. So um, it says Alvin Davis on the bottom doesn't have anything else, just top stadium club in their name. Doesn't say the position that they play. That's on the back. Um, and it doesn't say the name of their team except on their jersey. That's on the back. And the back is uh, has different. In the background, it has a baseball and has like a little part of an infield, it looks like. So pretty cool cards. I mean, I knew what these looked like, but when you first saw those when you were a kid, these were pretty cool. I would have never bought a pack because they were all, they were two bucks a pack or something. We said one ninety nine or something like that. Charlie O'Brien is next. Next we have who, the this guy that they say that my brother Curtis looks like. He kind of does. Benny Santiago. I think they changed it from Benito Santiago. Curtis, there you are. Looks like you a little bit. Kind of looks like my brother Curtis. Uh, he had some good years. Dale Murphy. I'm pretty sure he's a Hall of Famer. He is amazing. It's pretty cool how it shows in the back. It has their rookie card. I like that. It has the picture of their rookie card. That's really neat. Um, a club membership card. Get rid of that thing. It's from 30-some years ago. Next we have... Well, let's see. We have a couple stuck together here. This is what we were talking about. So it kind of took a little piece of it off there because they were stuck together. So the condition goes down. Corners kind of white. You can see there. The, ed the edges aren't great. This is Al Newman. This hat on backwards trying to be Ken Griffey Jr. You'll never be, but still, he was a decent pro. Pat Borders. I think, I'm pretty sure he had a great World Series when they won it. I could be wrong, but Kurt, you can figure that out. Another one, a couple that are stuck together. I'm showing on YouTube if you want to look at that. You could hear it like clicking when it comes apart. Ah, it makes me cringe because I hate when cards get ruined. Omar Vizcal. I mean, we watched him a ton on the Cleveland Indians. It was amazing. Todd Burns. Another couple that are stuck a little bit. Ah, hate that. Jay Howell. Craig Biggio. He's a Hall of Famer. Amazing player. Bill Sampin. Stuck together to another card. Bill Sampin. Never heard of him before. Hey, that's a cool card. Really good player. Hit some serious prodigious blast. Gary Sheffield. All right, that was our 12 cards from the 1991 Top Stadium Club pack. And we'll go back to the podcast and finish up the episode. All right, I forgot to uh, tell you who won the uh, or the cards from this episode in the wax packs. And actually, we pulled, this is my father, Jim Vaughn. Thank you for your support, James. Call him JV. He's my dad. Great man. Um, appreciate your all your support and your love and uh, everything you've done for Curtis and me and our sister April and our mother, Billie Jean, over the years. Appreciate you, sir. So you're going to get some wax packs and free cards in the mail. Thanks, uh, Dad, uh, from this episode. All right. Our uh, Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And remember to check out our other podcast, CVs Tend to Check Out, a musical podcast that comes out once a month 
We're always looking to promote veterans charity, so contact us to learn more about donating to veterans and their families. And if you want to send us a pack or two to open, uh, hopefully it's something different from one of the episodes that we've done. Um, but if you want to send that to 149 Emerald Lake Drive in Searcy, Arkansas, S-E-A-R-C-Y, and that's 72143, uh, we'd appreciate that as well. So um, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thanks always to Curtis for re- researching for the Kurt Facts segment. The listeners always love Curtis. This has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn. Thanking you for tuning in. Have fun. Be safe. Love one another. And keep God first in your life. Have a good one.